I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. This is up on game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. Then this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. F Tom Brady. You know what? I take it back. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunt now? It's time to go hunt now. Welcome back in up on game. Fox Sports Radio. Kerry Rose, Plexico Burris, and TJ Bushmanzada. And we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free row hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And like we said earlier, man, the NFL is back. We kicked off Thursday, but full slate of games tomorrow. And just just looking at some of the matchups, what's your thoughts on – and what's your biggest matchup? But I I will say, obviously, the Bengals at the Browns. I don't know why this game is intriguing to me, but it is. The Packers at Bears. Dolphins at Chargers should be a really good game. Mm -hmm. And obviously, the Cowboys at the Giants. Yeah, I think um, week one for me, obviously, will be that Monday night one for me, right? The uh, the Jets and the Bills, obviously. I have uh, my connections with New York and obviously, you know, wanting them to get off to a good start. You know, they have a tough schedule um, to start. I think the first four games are going to be really difficult. So you don't want to get behind the eight ball going into the season with such high expectations. So definitely looking at that Jets-Bills game. I'm also – it's Monday night. It's Monday night. Ooh, that's it's Monday night. And then – um. The other one I'm looking at, you know, the Cowboys-Giants is going to be fun, but I'm looking at that Texans-Ravens game. I want to see how the Ravens come out of the blocks with all the weapons and see how they 
integrate all those people into that system. Got a lot of playmakers now, so now you got to get those guys the ball and keep them happy too. So, you know, it's one thing to get the weapons and get the arsenal in there that you need, but it's also another thing to keep them all happy. So I want to see that. And also D'Amico Ryans, uh, my former high school teammate, he's a head coach in Houston now. So I want to see what he does with those guys and get them going out there as well. So just the intrigue from that, you know, that perspective of seeing what he does out there as well. Yeah, yeah, for me, obviously, everybody wants to, oh, man, how is Aaron Rodgers going to look with the Jets? Right. Anytime you bring a player of his caliber to that type of team, I, I expect them to do great things. That defense was top five, had a chance to make it to the playoffs with, in essence, not very good quarterback play. Yeah. J- just, just the confidence that he's going to bring knowing – I'm the quarterback. You you can't you can't even quantify how the guy don't doesn't matter how the game going. They see uh eight back there. Yeah. We we got we got a chance. And I also agree with you with the Ravens. How are they it's integrating all the weapons? Yeah. How are you gonna adjust to a completely new offense mm-hmm. than you're used to running? Mm-hmm. Like this is what you want. Uh you wanna Get out and throw the ball more. How is that? How's that going to take to how? How is Lamar going to play in this type of system where it's pass first, run second? Is he going to sit in the pocket and throw with anticipation? Um, let, let's try to keep the timing of the offense um, first. Can can he do that on a consistent basis? So that part of it that interests me. The Dolphins and Chargers, I think, is probably one of the best games mm-hmm. just because I think both of these teams have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Can Tua stay healthy? Um, Teron Armstead isn't playing for the Dolphins. The Chargers have bookends in Bosa and Khalil Mack that can put a ton of pressure. Can Tua avoid uh, the sack? And you know, much was made about the concussions that he had last year. Now your left tackle isn't playing and the Chargers have two great pass rushers on the edge. And so Cowboys, Giants, like you said, there's just so many teams and games that I'm looking forward to watching. But this is why the NFL is so good because you just don't know. We can say, oh, this team is going to be really, really good and they wet the bed. Or a team comes out of, just completely comes out of nowhere. How how is Brock Purdy going to look with the Niners? How's Kenny Pickett? Is he going to take that step forward yep. with the Steelers? There's just so many uh, variables that can go into these games. You, We can speculate all we want until we see the product on the field. Everybody thought the Chiefs um, would run through the lines. We'll get in that the next segment, but they did not. And, and so, so many matchups. But I really want to see, of all things that I just talked about, Deshaun Watson. Can he get back to the Deshaun Watson that we saw with the Houston Texans that led the league in passing yards, that got him that fully guaranteed contract? Can he be that guy? Everybody's picking, or at least the Bengals is one of the teams that a lot of people are picking to go to the Super Bowl and do very well. But Cleveland has pretty much dominated the Bengals with Watson and without him. They've done very well against the Bengals. And so if Deshaun can get back to what he was, 
this division is really going to be up for grabs because there's just so many good teams and it's so uh, such a physical type of football that the ASC North plays that uh, if Deshaun Watson is Deshaun Watson that we saw in Houston, then you got to add Cleveland to that mix of teams that could possibly get to the Super Bowl. It's just so much going on. Um, and we speculate, but but we we don't know. Injuries are such a huge part of the game that a uh, big injury happened. Your favorite team is now no longer your favorite team to do X, Y, and Z. Right. No, it's, it's Plax still. Plax with us. Probably. He probably. I'm assuming. <laughs> okay. No. No. No problems. Uh, no. I think. Uh, yeah. TJ. I think that's. That's the crazy part about about the game, man, about the NFL, man. Everybody, especially coming into the season, right? Even coming into the season, you know, you can be the worst team, you know, <laughs> talent-wise, you know, no expectations from the outside looking in. But, all, I mean, always within, I mean, we got guys that are dogs on, on every team. Every team wants to come out and, and put their best foot forward. You know, guys playing for contracts, guys playing for other teams. Um, for them to be seen on other teams. And so it, those guys are going to play hard and have a chance to, you know, that first part of the season to make a name for themselves as players individually and as a team. So, you know, those guys are going to come out firing on all ends. So it's going to be exciting. Everybody's nervous for that first game, ready to get out there and hit somebody else besides besides themselves in practice and training camp. So it just makes it, it just makes a, a, a beautiful brand of football, man. And I'm excited to see it. I think, Again, I mean, everybody's talking about the, the AFC North, but I think the AFC East is just as tough. I mean, we're not talking about the yes. Patriots. We think the Patriots are done, which, I mean, it, it, it looks like it. Yeah, it looks like they're it, right? Done. Yeah, it looks like it. But there's, you know, you still, they're going to win some games. They may not, you know, they're, they're probably not supposed to throughout the season. So they're going to play a factor in this thing as well. And so I just think the AFC East is going to be tough, and you know, it's going to be fun to see who can come out of, out of it. It's going to be a war of nutrition. For sure. Kerry, let me ask, let me ask you this, Kerry. Yeah. Your your first game, uh, did you play? Like, were you playing your first game ever in the league? Yeah, yeah. I was started from day one. Yeah. Okay. How yeah. did you yourself approach that? Your first game, week one. How, how did you approach that? Well, it was it was it was funny and unique because uh, yeah, I started. I mean, I started day one. Um, you know, I kind of played the preseason and obviously killed in the preseason. Right. I'm like. Oh, this is easy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like this. This <laughs> I'm like this is the league. All right, cool. Bet, bet, and um, you know, played well. I had like I led the lead, I led the uh, preseason interception. I had three or something like that. Picked off Jeff Garcia. Like just all these things that were happening. I was like, oh, this is this is this is cool. This is fun. You know, you get ready for week one. You're you're preparing. You're getting ready, and obviously didn't know how to prepare the way I started to prepare as I you know gained experience and understood how, you know, how intricate and how essential it is to, to be a student of the game. But, you know, you go into week one, we go into Arrowhead. We're playing Kansas City Ooh. Chiefs. And at that time, I mean, that's when they were humming. The whole – the off- All of them. The, ho- yeah. the whole offensive line pro bowlers. You had Trent Green. You had Priest Holmes. You had Larry Johnson. You had Dante Ooh. Hall. You had Tony Guns. I mean, like, legit. And it's an Arrowhead. And I'm playing Tony Gonzalez. That's you know that's pretty much my matchup that game. Man, let me tell you, I got humbled real quick. TJ, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I got humbled real quick, man. It was it, they were coming downhill fast, running that stretch, 
running that zone stretch, play action off of that. And I was just like, man, I can't. I don't know what I'm looking at, coach. And I remember after the game, I played. I mean, I, I led the team in tackles. I played fine. But just the impact wasn't the same. And I remember talking to my defensive coach at the time. I was like, ooh, because I missed a few tackles here. And he's like, I was like, coach, I swear I can get this done. I'm your guy. Like, I'm thinking I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's how it feels because you don't, you don't know what to expect. He looked at me. He's like, Kerry, you're good. You, you, you're fine. And so just that reassurance got me, got me back on track. You know, made all rookie team as a rookie. Then the next year made – all pro, you know, I made an all pro my second year. So just the evolution of that and seeing it live, so different. And once into, and, and, and until you get in it, you don't know what that is. Plex, give me give me your week one matchups you're excited about and then touch on how'd you get ready and how were you feeling headed into your first game when you get drafted? <sighs> wow, man. It was such a it was a surreal feeling. I mean, here I am, you know, you're a kid and you're, you're wanting to, you know, make a splash and come in and you, 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 you uh, live in a dream. And, yo, know, my first preseason game was, was these Dallas Cowboys. You're talking about Prime, Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith, Troy Aikman. And I'm sitting there on the sideline as a Star Spangled Banner used to play. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, I like, I cannot believe that I'm here. And I'm standing across the sideline. I'm like, yo, I'm getting ready to play against Deion Sanders. And it, it was just so, all right, I got to get this out of my mind. I got to go play football. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's Emmitt Smith. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was only in college for two years, man. Uh-huh. So I'm basically still a baby. I don't watch these kids through the to these cats through the '90s win three world championships, and here I am on my first, you know, preseason game. Throw me the ball, I jump up, I make the catch over Prime, and I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> man, this is ain't nothing but some football. Yeah. It, after that play, man, it gave me so much confidence to catch the ball on Prime, and I was like, you know what? Everybody out here just football players. And the name on the back didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just kept going and kept playing. And then, <clears throat> you know, just like you said, first preseason game, ball out. <laughs> then I run, into, I run into Sam Madison and Pat Sertain in week two. Yeah. And it was like, wait a minute. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> she go from prime to them. No, Sam. I, was, like, I, I go great. from prime to Sam and Pat. Sam like back to too. back weeks. Oh, and they was man. Pat and Sam was dark. Yeah, they were. Press man all game. Yeah. All day long. <laughs> and they, they, they played like, I, I, we call it like a 44 choke. It was like the the the, uh, the safety was playing like in a quarters position and the corners will bump you inside yeah. because it, they, they will protect the safeties from the run game. But, but the wide receivers blocking down on the safeties. They would crash. So everything you had to yeah. do, you had to take an outside release. Yeah. I mean, there was no going inside because it was just a heavy inside. And, you know, I didn't catch a ball that game because – I didn't catch a ball, and I was on the sideline. Like, man, I don't know if I really got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? These cats, you know, you see them on TV until you get out there. You be like, man, that's a different story. Yeah. So you know, play those first two preseason games, and then week one, we talking about Three Rivers Stadium. I don't think I ever even played in Three Rivers. No, no. <laughs> nah, I ain't yeah, no. Three Rivers, opening day, two thousand Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Opening day. And I will never forget this as long as I live. 
you know, my mom's day. It's like it's like a beautiful day. I'm like, oh man, it's opening day in the league. My whole family there. And you know, you play in the preseason, you know, a couple plays, a two a series or two. And I remember getting to the line of scrimmage and they hiked the football and I say, What just happened? The game was so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, Oh my I said, What just happened? Mm-hmm. And I realized that that was a whole different speed and a whole dimp tempo from the preseason mm-hmm. to the regular season. But not on top of that, the 2000 Baltimore Ravens. Man, they shut us out 16-0. to zero. <laughs> That's how ferocious this defense was. And I remember saying to myself, I'm sitting in the hall, I'm like, man, these dudes out here are hitting entirely too hard, man. I should have played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in a huddle like, I'm discouraged. I can't get open. Baltimore Ray is on a tail. They hitting everything moving. And man, I'm 20 years old, man. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And, man, they, they, they shut us out. You talking about a humbling opening day, not being able to, you know, I, I caught like four or five balls, like 70 yards, but – we just got dominated, man, from front to back. And I, I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, moving forward, like it, it, playing in the AFC North and playing against those defenses, uh, it, it kind of it made it easier the older I got because there weren't too many defenses better in the AFC, mm-hmm. you know, North at that time. I mean, since that was pretty good, they, they still had Takeo and some of those guys on defense. So, yeah, man, it, it was a whirlwind from the first preseason game to the regular season. Yeah, man, it, I don't, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember mine because <laughs> preseason I did very well, but I knew I wasn't playing that first game. So it was just like, what is there to remember? Yeah. So three completely different <laughs> uh, stories. That is three, three I different. mean, I did very well in the preseason, but that regular season came. I'm, I'm, I don't recall, but I'm almost certain. You know, you walk in that locker room, you don't see that jersey on them shoulder pads. You're like, oh, I ain't playing. <laughs> And so I, I believe I was inactive, but I don't I don't even remember it. Um TJ, what was your what was your rookie year? Uh oh one. Oh one. You're a year after plaques. Okay. Yeah, it was uh we started off, I know with the Bengals, we started off very well and I think we were like two and oh. Or yeah, and went four and twelve. Ooh. Yeah, it was I mean it was so many stories I can tell that people think I'm making them up and them <laughs> things would be true. They'd be like, no way this was going on. Yes, it was. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, we'll talk about that another day. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner in the NFL. Draft. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code UPONGAME for a special offer when you sign up. That's code UPONGAME only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? It's crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. NFL is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app out to see what you get. Download now and use code UPONGAME to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code UPONGAME only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours, baby. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, the... 
think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter, right? If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, rebounds, points, assists, and more. Track your picks and play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code UPONGAME for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code UPONGAME only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back in, Up On Game, live from the TireRack.com studios. I'm TJ Houshmazad, alongside Mr. Burris and Mr. Rhodes. Man, we haven't, we touched on it, we kind of talked about it, but we didn't discuss this. What, what, are, what are y'all reactions to the Lions beating the Chiefs? And just so you know, we do a segment called Up on Game, Down on Game, um, which we will get to later. And yours truly um, chose the Lions, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> what say y'all? Oh, man, don't sit there and jump out the window <laughs> and say, you ride, you riding with the Lions now. No, no I, I mean, thought they would win. I mean, I, come on, man. <laughs> I nobody, re- nobody really expected to beat the t- uh, nobody really expected the Lions to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, the you Lions. want me to forward you a text message that I sent uh hour uh, before the game? Absolutely not. I didn't ask you for that. 
Hey, without <laughs> well, 95, go Chris, ahead. I'm going to let you talk. I'm sorry. Hey, go, I'm go still ahead. picking with my, my division winner for the NFC North, is which I chose Chicago Bears, and I'm sticking with it. You and touchdown the Chicago Colorado. Bears? I'm taking the Chicago Ooh. Bears. I'm taking the, the exponential jump of quarterbacking of Justin Fields for him to get to that elite level. Stop it. And, <laughs> and I'm going with the Chicago Bears. But nobody really expected the Lions to go into Kansas City and beat them in Kansas City. I mean, come on, man. Let, let, let's be honest. Okay, I'll give you this much credit. The, the, the Detroit Lions are, are not the old Detroit Lions of no. old. Nope. And I just happened to be with uh, Jalen Rose. Uh, shout out to my man Jalen Rose on Thursday watching the game with him. And you know him, he's from Detroit. Mm -hmm. So he's been in <laughs> agony for the last 40 plus years of his life because he's been a diehard Lions fan. And it's finally given him and those Detroit Lions fans in the city of, of Detroit and the state of Michigan some hope that the, the, the Lions can actually win a game on Thanksgiving. They have an opportunity to win a game <laughs> because they've been grandfathered in forever yeah. and they just haven't been able to really, you know, get over the hump for a, a very long time. But uh, it's, a good, it's, a, it's a good win for them. I, I think that, uh, you know, they're going to continue to build off it. But the question you ask yourself is that are the Chiefs, that bad uh, of that a team they just with, lost without Travis Colson. Listen, they they ran the ball up the pretty much up the eight gap where Chris Jones is supposed to be untouched for touchdowns. So that tells you right there how how important Chris Jones is to that defense. Mm -hmm. I bet yeah. they got him on the phone right now trying to figure this thing out and get him implemented back into this defense because I mean they just ran the ball, ran the ball pretty much down the throats, but uh. Offensively, I think Detroit still has a ways to go. Uh, is it, is it uh, the Lions that much improved of a football team, or are the Kansas City Chiefs on the downward spiral? Uh, and then are they not that good without Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey? I think the story here is Detroit Blacks. I think um, you know Kansas City. They've had duds throughout the seasons and, and even in Super Bowl years. So I mean, we we've seen this before. We've had questions during the season about. Kansas City, you know, in season. So I, I don't think that's new. I think what is new, though, is the approach, the mentality that the Lions have, right? I mean, there was moments in that game where the old Lions would have definitely folded and would not have been in that fight, right? So I think that's the story, just the fight, the competitiveness, the the readiness that, and the confidence that Detroit has. I think they, they're really believing in themselves and believe in the sauce and Dan Campbell's giving them, giving them a level of confidence they've never had before. And I mean, that was very apparent for me because I saw somebody celebrating after the game who doesn't show much, you know, doesn't show much of that during, you know, any of his time or his career otherwise. Right. That was Jared Goff, even though he didn't have like crazy numbers or anything like the control and the emotion and the attentiveness that he had, in that game and their rapport with his players, it was a telling sign for me. I mean, after the game, he took the knee and he kind of celebrated and did like a little fist. I've, I've never seen golf celebrate. So the fact that they're kind of, you know, they're intently moving forward with a, a swagger and a confidence was it was a telling tale for me. I think they're going to be ready and a, and a force to be reckoned with this year. See, it didn't – I wasn't surprised. I, I wasn't surprised. I felt the game would be close. Yeah. 
Um, but the fact that the Lions won didn't surprise me when it was announced that Kelsey wasn't going to play. I knew right away Detroit was going to win the game because Patrick Mahomes is throwing to a bunch of inexperienced guys. That's who we still outside of Valdez Scantling, who has played a lot of football at the receiver position for the Chiefs. You you can't name it. In ninety five, Chris Jones, not in the middle of that defense, he is so important. He single handedly won games for him last year in the playoffs. Single handedly. He yeah. was that dominant. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like Detroit would implement we're going to run the ball. We're going to try to slow the game down. We're going to limit their possessions offensively. They didn't even need to do that because without Kelsey, what are you trying to limit? Like, Kansas City has a problem on their hands, even when Kelsey comes back. Now, their receivers aren't going to drop that many balls again. It's just not going to happen. But when Kelsey comes back, if you take him out of the game, will Patrick Mahomes develop – the Aaron Rodgers is, I don't trust anybody but Kelsey like he did with Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Will he now become that guy? Like, will he lose trust in these guys because of the performance? Like, Cardera's talk, I've never seen nothing like that before. Just easy balls, and he was just dropping them. Will Patrick Mahomes continue to trust him? That That's the key. But it, it did not surprise me when – you have a player of Chris Jones's caliber not playing, it's going to show. You're going to suffer. Let Kansas City not sign him to a deal and he sits out till week eight. They'll be four and four. And now they're going to be fighting for their playoff lives because the AFC is so stacked. Don't let the Chargers play the way they should play. Right. Now you're looking and you're running and fighting uphill. That That's not good. So – the Chiefs better figure this out or they're going to be in a world of trouble. The crazy part was that he was in a suite at the game. Like, was, it, was that weird or was that what, – what, did you expect him to be at the game? And what, that, that, was, that was something that kind of took me back a little bit. What, what do you think about that? I just thought it was he was supporting his guys. He wants to be there. <laughs> yeah. He wants to be there, man. Like, he wants to be signed. He wants to be playing, but – like he said, I just want to raise. Right. That's all he wants, and he's earned it. And this is the thing. We, we've touched on this already in previous weeks. If they say Mahomes is underpaid and Kelsey is underpaid mm-hmm. and we trade Tyreek Hill, uh, where does money going? Who y'all spending it on? I'm the single, and we, you hate to do this, but I'm the single most important player we got on this defense. Can I not be compensated fairly? That that's all I want because these career our careers are so short, right. and we know this: these contracts are one sided. Because let me not play up to the level of my contract. What happens? You get cut. Yeah. Bye bye. But when you play beyond your contract, they never say, "Hey, you know what, man? You're so underpaid. We we just want to pay you to what you <laughs> what you've earned." They never do that. Yeah. But underperform. See ya. And so I don't mind what he's doing because these careers are so short, but they better figure this out. We got to go to Ilo, Isaac Lauren Cron on trending. What do you have for us, Ilo? 
Fellas, we finally have points in Boulder, and they've been scored by number 22, Colorado, which has a 10-0 lead over Nebraska with 108 left to play in the second quarter on a field goal, and then a 30-yard touchdown pass from Shadur Sanders to Tavarish Dawson. So again, Colorado up 10-0 over Nebraska, 108 left to play in the second quarter. Baylor, a 10-3 lead over 12th-ranked Utah with 45 seconds left to play in the second quarter. Number one, Georgia. Georgia, a 31 to nothing halftime lead over Ball State. Fifth-ranked Ohio State up 28-7 over Youngstown State. Marvin Harrison Jr., a touchdown reception of 71 yards, and then followed that with this. Kyle McCord gets the snap, fakes a handoff, back to pass near the 50. McCord plants his feet, guns it deep down the right side. Harrison in the end zone, got it! Touchdown! Marvin Harrison, a 39-yard strike. He hauls in from Kyle McCord, and the Buckeyes have scored twice through the air. Paul Keels the call on WBNS. So Marvin Harrison Jr., seven catches for 160 yards, two touchdown receptions. Seventh-ranked Penn State, a 28-7 lead over Delaware with 154 left to play in the second quarter. The game between 10th-ranked Notre Dame and NC State is in a severe weather delay right now, early in the second quarter, with Notre Dame holding a 3-0 lead. And it's a good reason they did delay that game because lightning struck the stadium twice during the delay, including one lightning strike that temporarily knocked out the brand new video board at the stadium in Raleigh. We also have plenty of NFL news today. The Washington Commanders officially ruling out defensive end Chase Young for tomorrow's season opener against Arizona because of a neck injury. The Indianapolis Colts downgrading running back Zach Moss to doubtful for tomorrow's game against Jacksonville because of a forearm injury. NFL media reported that the New England Patriots signing Bailey Zappi back to their 53-man roster from their practice squad and are releasing quarterback Matt Corral. Fellas, back to you. Man, that's a good thing they didn't let uh, any fans into that stadium. But to touch on uh, when you sit here, Ilo, and talk about the duet... Did they ever think about that when the Pac-12 uh, teams go into the Big Ten? Like, what if you have a weather delay? What happened to the – like, what's – like, what? You, what? You know they only thought about one thing, and that thing is colored green. It's green. <laughs> I, I love, I love. They're going to be in a world of hurt, man, when this uh, thing kicks off and these things start to happen. Uh, it's it's going to be very, very interesting. At least they'll get plenty of frequent flyer mileage. There you go. I love, we appreciate you, man. You now, Kerry, you started with uh with the Jets, like we talked about earlier. Yeah, what excites you about Aaron Rodgers making his debut now? Tough debut Monday night, standalone game against a very good Buffalo Bills team that is, in essence, underachieved, but still played very well. What yeah. excites you about this for the Jets? Yeah, I think it's just for the Jet fan base in general. It's been it's been a decade since they've been in the playoffs and been pretty quiet quiet there a lot of turmoil a lot of turnover um a lot of duds of a season right and so now you finally got some expectations you got a team that you can really get behind and root in and you you got a guy a hall of fame quarterback who's won multiple mvps as your quarterback and i know what their energy feels like i know in 08 we had the same situation happen when brett Favre came right and i know it didn't end well but i remember the the energy coming into that season man it was 
it was it was palpable I and mean, it was real. I mean, we had a really good team, and you know the excitement that Jet fans have, man. They, I mean, they really really bleed green, and so to have a real opportunity to have a team, you know, make some noise and and potentially get to a Super Bowl type of team, then that's it's it's just exciting for all of us. And me knowing Aaron, I mean, me and Aaron came in the same draft and. You know, good friend of mine. You know, he he's hosted camps for me and and at the Kentucky Derby and stuff like that. And so, to see him feel refreshed and have a chance to feel like you know he's in a situation where he belongs. And I know he's made the, you know, the the claims of it being a dream for him right now. I, I, it is a dream right now, but he hasn't really tasted that media yet. If things go sour, so I just hope that things continue to go well, and he continues to be the leader that he's been because he's been. He's been great there, man, and I've seen it from you know from afar a little bit here. But I'll be in the building some this year as well, and, and hopefully that's the excitement, man. A team that has a real chance and a real chance to make some noise, and I'm excited to see him sling it around. I call him Rocket Man for a reason, and that's that's what I'm expecting to see. Me, I just want to see offensively, yeah, how they look. I'm I'm assuming like everybody else. When you have somebody that's that experienced, yep. but also that good and great as a player, mm-hmm. everybody's going to step their game up to another level yeah. because they know how he's going to play. Defensively, I have no no questions. Robert Salak and coach defense, he's a defensive guy. That side of the ball is fine. Yep. All their best players are young. They're only going to get better. But you're going against a Buffalo Bills team that somewhat has disappointed uh, their fan base and people just because they they haven't gotten to the Super Bowl when, especially last year, many people picked them. Right. Um, but when Aaron Rodgers, that standalone Monday night game, I'm just looking to see – how he performs, he's going to be overly excited. It is as much as a vet as Aaron is, he's going to be excited for this. Oh, TJ, it doesn't matter. You know that. That they can be as old as you want. That first game, that excitement, that hype. But it's the way the fans have. I think they they've put their arms around him so much to yeah. where he wants to give them what they want to see, mm-hmm. and that's great football and a win. Can you stay composed and and not let that excitement get to you? We would say yes, all all the experience, but you just never know. He's never experienced a situation like this before. As long as he's been – he hasn't experienced your first game in New York and so (laughs) much the expectations. He hasn't experienced this. I believe he'll keep his composure. Um, Tough game to choose, but I believe the Jets in – what they have defensively, who can be that guy outside of Garrett Wilson? Mm-hmm. Who's going to step up and be that guy outside of Garrett Wilson? For me, will be key. Um, Plex, Jets, mm-hmm. Bills, Monday night. What you looking forward to? I mean, obviously being here, I mean, it's going to be electric. Uh, AFC East rivalry. Uh, the Bills are kind of f- flying under the radar with all the hype of Aaron Rodgers joining the Jets. We've been talking about it basically – all, all season long, but I, I just can't count the Buffalo Bills out for this game. Uh, you know, Von Miller won't be playing. I think that's a big blow for them, but 
you know, they get Micah Hyde back, and I think that defense is is a lot better than people are giving them credit for. And, you know, coming in with these expectations of, uh, oh, Jessica Jets win a Super Bowl. And, man, if it was that easy, <laughs> then uh, more teams would be doing it. It's just not that easy. I mean, I understand who Aaron Rodgers is and what he brings to the team and all of those things, but they're going to – people are acting like this team is not going to go through any adversity. Yeah. They just think that every, every ball that Aaron Rodgers is going to throw is going to be a, it's going to be a catch. The wide receivers are going, to, are going to drop anything. You know, they're not going to go through any, any adversity. But I think what Aaron will understand here when he plays is that, listen, you bought in all the expectations to New York, to the Big Apple, but it also comes a lot of scrutiny and criticism with mm-hmm. it. So he's going to have to be able to deal with that. And some of these, some of those young players also, they never have to do really, really deal with any adversity. So I'm going to just, you know, sit back and, you know, see how that part of the game, you know, translates to the Jets when things aren't going well. But it's, it's definitely going to be a battle between it's, – it's a two-horse race. Well, you can't count out the Miami Dolphins, but still – People are looking at the Jets and the Bills, one of these two to win the division. I mean, I, th- I think it's a two-man race. Well, yeah, and, and that's why the game of football is what it is. And that's why we're happy to have it back. And can you believe it's been seven months without an NFL game? It's crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. NFL is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app out to see what you get. Download now and use code UPONGAME to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code UPONGAME. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours, baby. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in Up On Game, live from the TireRack.com studio. I'm TJ Hushmanzada, alongside Plaxico Burris and Kerry Rose. Now it's time for the progressive play of the day. Travis Hunter through the backfield in motion. Snap to Shador. Drops. Scans. He's got time. Looking downfield. Now he's going right side of the end zone. Grab. Touchdown. Touchdown. Colorado. Tavares Dawson. The transfer out of Auburn. Man, that was a progressive play of the day. Courtesy of Mark Johnson from Learfield. Progressive brought to you by the player today brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Time for some picks. Are you up on game? Hey, let's, crank this up. let's crank it up. Down on game. Let's crank it up. Let's crank it up. Yeah, before we get in up on game. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code UPONGAME for a special offer when you sign up. That's code UPONGAME only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And here comes TJ the Great. And, uh, oh, man, down. come on with this shit, man. <laughs> no, Kerry, don't hey, believe that. Hey, let, let, let's go. Dude, what you got dude, for us? We awful. ready. All right. Yes, this is up on game, down on game, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. First game off here. Let's look at the Eagles at Patriots. The Eagles are favored here, minus four on DraftKings Sportsbook. The over-under, 45. TJ, we'll start with you. Oh, man, only minus four. I know it's game one, and I know Belichick is a guru, but I'm going with the Eagles and the over. Uh, I gotta go. Let me see. I'm going with the Eagles and under. I really, I'm going with the Eagles and under. I'm going with the the upset picker. I'm going with the Patriots. 
They're bringing Tom Brady back. It's gonna be a crazy day, crazy hey, environment. Hey, so, we need to. Hey, we, hey, we need to. We need to bring you back so you can see how bad you did. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we, I, we, we, we gonna see. Bringing him back, making that prediction. <laughs> we gonna see. <laughs> we definitely gonna bring him back. Talking that crazy. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's take a look here at the Titans at the Saints. Uh, Derek Carr making his Saints debut. Saints are favored here, minus three on DraftKings Sportsbook. The over-under is 42, Plaxico. We'll start with you. The the over-under is what? 42. 42. Uh, I'm going to take the over. And what was was the points? Minus three, Saints. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints in the over. I'm gonna take, Plex, oh, oh, go, go ahead, go ahead, Kerry. No, 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 you got it, you got it. I'm going to take the Saints here. I'm going to take them, and it's going to be an over. I'm going to take the Saints, and I believe it will be a defensive battle and go under. Oh. All right, here, Packers at Bears. Keith, uh, Kerry, you can kick this one off. Bears are favored minus one and a half, over under 41 and a half. I'm going to take... I'm gonna take the Packers to win this game, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna take the the Packers, and I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the over here as well. I think Jordan Love is gonna play decent and get the win. I know that's Plaque's Chicago team, but I I just don't I don't see that happening. Man, I'm going with the over, and I'm taking Chicago. <laughs> Man, say I'm no more. The, I'm gonna take the Green Bay Packers yeah, and the over go, as well. I am. All right, one more here. Uh, Raiders at Broncos. Sean Payton's Denver mm. debut. Broncos favored here, minus three and a half. Over under 43 and a half. TJ, we'll start with you. Man, it's a tough one. I don't know why the Broncos. Yeah, Jimmy G ain't been practicing. They, you know, they locking uh, my man Chandler Jones out the stadium. <laughs> and it's, I'm going to just go with the Broncos, man, and hope Russell can get it together. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Broncos, and I'll, I'll take the over. Yeah, I got to go with the Broncos, man. I think Sean Payton is going to have this offense looking uh, uh, light, light years away from last year. But I'm taking under on the points because I don't believe it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to take the Broncos as well. I don't think they're a good team, but I just don't think I, I don't think uh, the Raiders will be ready at all. So, Broncos and the over. Man, we appreciate you guys locking in with us another Saturday. Look forward to seeing you guys or y'all listening to us next week, man. Up on game, Fox Sports Radio. Peace. Peace. And Kerry Rhodes. Thank you, my guy. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.